What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode six here, uh, Just Work Podcast. We're back at it again. Um, today, we're going to go over a little bit about backgrounds uh, for the both of us. Uh, I'm your host, Charles. My co-host, Richard. Uh, let's just go right into it. Um, so, um, kind of wanted to do this one a bit earlier. Um, kind of tell everyone who we are, what we've done, what we're trying to do, what's the whole point of all this, you know, like, oh, no, 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 that stuff, <laughs> all the fun stuff. Um, so we'll start it off basically with uh, who are we? So Richard, who are you? Oh, geez, who am I? Well, um, 20, I'm 23 years old. I'm actually going to turn 24 in like two months. Wow, right? you're old. I know I'm old. Wow. Even though you look like you're like 25 or 26, but you know. All right. Yeah. So let's not, <laughs> not judge my aging, okay? Yeah, but um, yeah, anyways, yeah. So I'm currently a graduate student studying clinical psychology. Um, one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to study clinical psychology was because growing up as a kid, I uh, suffered from like depression, anxiety, uh, a bunch of other stuff. Um, oh, you too? Yeah. Oh, everybody. Me, everybody, huh? exactly. Everybody, huh? Exactly. And um, long story short, I, I come from a divorced family, had to go through counseling, is mandated by the court. And for me, um, I had to go through a series of therapists, I think like six. I went through six fucking different therapists. a lot of therapists, dude. That is a lot. Have you ever heard the, uh, the term or like the saying, uh, finding a therapist is like dating? Yeah, yeah, it just didn't work out. It, well, you it, could it did like not. not find the right yeah, one. I could. It took me six tries to find the one, wow. and even then, I, I don't want to overly emphasize well, it. You guys like, made it for life afterward, or like what happened? Yeah, we lived happily ever after. Wow, actually. Jesus. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so no, but like what she did was though, like she did change my perspective. Of course, it was a girl, of course. She changed my perspective and Perfect. outlook. <laughs> she changed my perspective and outlook on life a lot. And actually, I originally was going to go to school for like you know PT or like some sort of thing like that because fitness was also a big integral part of my life. Oh, you want to get an exercise science degree like everyone else? Like every every other person, every other jock. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just gonna get an exercise. Yeah, I'm just gonna do an exercise. I like science, exercise, yeah. and I like science. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. So um, yeah. So I originally wanted to do that, but then. I found she changed my perspective. She changed my view on life and everything. And you know, I I I realized how important having that safe therapeutic space was for other people. You mm-hmm. know that are going through that stuff, and it was really powerful. And basically, I, I found a lot of value. It helped me out tremendously. It changed my life. And basically, what I want to do now is I want to give back and provide that sort of like same space, that mm-hmm. value back. You know, to people who are suffering from that. So I guess that's a little bit of the background for me. That's not pertaining to lifting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not nothing pertaining to lifting right there. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. What about you? What's what's let's let's hear a little bit about background from Charles. Um. All right. So I guess we start off with I'm 21 and I look like I'm 25. I guess. Fucking 30. Fair bro. game. 30. <laughs> I'm actually 32. I've rechanged my age three times now to try to fit the demographic in which I should fit. Mm-hmm. Um. This seems to be it. 21. <laughs> um, let's see. Where'd you go first? You went to family first? Yeah, we can get, yeah or, whatever, yeah. Uh, I was adopted at the age of three um, with wow. all my siblings. Um, I had like six surgeries by the time I was like two. Wait, on what? Wait, 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 hold on. First things first. Wait, are all your siblings like your like blood siblings? Or oh, they, okay. Like... So let's go through this. So uh, my brothers are half related to me, I believe, and my sisters are full related to me. Oh, shit. Yeah. So your parents just straight up like, you know what? We'll take all of them. <laughs> basically, some of us. Some of us. Yeah. <laughs> or some. Some, some, but more than others, um, basically. Oh, um, but 
had multiple surgeries by the time I was like two. Um, when your parents do drugs, kids, uh, your kids usually end up fucked up. So I was one of them fucked up kids. Mm-hmm. Um, my scar on my stomach is from a like intestinal revalve like thing when I was born. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have like. It was open. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just born nasty. It was oh. probably the worst thing ever. Oh my I would have threw up if I was a doctor. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, what is that? Oh my gosh. Nasty. Uh, so that was like my first two surgeries, I believe. And then I had a couple for the ear. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I had, I think I had two hernia surgeries for crying too much. Apparently, when you're adopted, I guess the foster homes don't care about you, and mm-hmm. you just end up sitting there crying forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What a pussy I was. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at Christ that. Charles. I mean, shit, that must have been a lot. Though. Couldn't even take care of myself. Why, God, at one. Wait, so one rude. Year old, two year old, so yeah. rude. Um, <laughs> so that's the that's the start. Um, what, what a great start. What a great start. No. What a great start. Um, then I got adopted. Um, I guess it was good. I think it was good. Fair game. Yeah, fair game. Um, was provided a lot of things. Um, like there was some entitlement involved in there a little bit. I guess it was okay though. I feel like having a little bit of entitlement as a child for basic necessities. I feel like that's that's very yeah. understandable and reasonable. Yeah. I feel like um, <laughs> family kind of got a little hectic at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I haven't spoken to most most of my siblings for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you know? Adoptions, <laughs> crazy, right? Um, that's about it, I guess, is like family-wise. Um, got into, well, look, I got into sports when I was young, like f- maybe seven. Uh, soccer was actually my first sport, and then I got kicked out of soccer because apparently if someone steals a ball from you, you cannot grab them by the collar, throw them on the floor, and then kick them in the mud. That is not allowed. That was that was a news flash. I think it's like a red card at least. Yeah, that was maybe. that was a red card. I had to sit on the bench. Yeah. Uh, you can't do that for some odd reason. So then I was put into wrestling, <laughs> mm-hmm. where that's legal. <laughs> that's all okay. Happily ever after, guys. <laughs> uh, happily ever after. Um, yeah, and then I wrestled, and then um, I remember I got beat by this really fat kid when I was like maybe like eight. And I cried on a bench outside and shit. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. The greatest thing ever. Um, then said I didn't want to do this anymore. Um, life's hard. Woe is me. All that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing happened. I played football when I was younger. like I was like in sixth grade or something. And I said, oh, life's too hard. Woe is me. That bullshit. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. I played a vulnerability card quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Um, in high school, uh, my mom basically called me a bitch and said I quit shit. And I was like, well, fuck that. So I went back to all those sports that I quit and got better at them, okay? Hey, End of story. Right End of story. That's what happens. Um, <laughs> whenever life gets you down, does, you just need a parent to call you a pussy yeah. and you're okay. Um, so that was, that was basically the start of like, childhood. Um, definitely had anger issues. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get therapy. I was just... Just let it like... I feel like wrestling wrestling could wrestling, have been your, like, your um, right there, right? We, we fought a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I was basically known for just fighting. Yeah. Um, that was my job. It was just it was a fight. Outlet. Yeah, yeah. it was an outlet. Um, yeah, for sure. But it's kind of the same thing. There's a lot of... Um, I don't know. Mine's a bit different. I feel like I still have like underlying kind of like psychology things, but do, not a, not enough to like put me down in holes or anything. Like I can get over it real quick, but... 
that was childhood basically it was figuring out what was going on definitely an angry kid mm-hmm. um definitely i grew up pretty quick i guess mm-hmm. um my puberty lasted about a year and i was like the first one mm-hmm. um i went from fourth to fifth grade and gained like 70 pounds and then was like eight inches taller I was tall. I was like five. I was like four something, and then five six going into fifth, and then, and then I grew probably like two more inches, five eight to six seven. And then when I showed up in seventh, I was probably already five ten, and then I never grew again. Height wise, do you want to you want to share some of that growth right there, bro? I've been five five for like the rest of my life. Sorry, dude, bro. (laughs) I hit a two inch Uh, growth spurt. I think in middle school. Wow. I got really happy. I was like five foot four. Wow. Maybe five foot three at the time, and then um I just stopped caring after like high school. Wow. Like you know what this is like. You kind of just accept. You kind of just accept it at that point. You know what I mean? You could talk about like, oh, maybe if I sleep more, if I eat more, whatever, I'm going to I'm gonna yeah. grow up big Ooh. and strong. Nah. It didn't really genetics. work out. <laughs> it didn't um, really work out, but that's crazy though, dude. I mean, yeah, like, I had a good, good like height spurt and then, then I didn't grow. Well, I, then I used like most of my reserves for lifting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I just got bigger because I guess I didn't talk about um, when I went from f- end of freshman year, I found a gym. Uh, and it was someone's garage, um, buddy of mine's, uh, his dad's garage. Mm-hmm. And basically we got there and he wanted us to do, um, we were about to play football and the big thing was like to bench 225. So I was like 160 and they were like, you got to bench 225. So that's what we did all summer was try to get to that. <laughs> and we got, we got it too. We got in like three months, we got 225 for like a fucking Spoto press bullshit fucking press. <laughs> Leg kicking up. Yeah, that type right of shit. Perfect. Uh, that's how we did it, and then, and then I used my my sophomore to junior year to gain to like two hundred something, two ten or something to play football. From one sixty to two ten. Uh yeah, Just that was pretty that. easy. That was like my first one to play football. Mm-hmm. Um, then That's I was pretty heavy, and then once I went back to wrestling my junior year, I dropped all the way back down to one seventies, one sixties even, and then from. That time, I told my head coach that I was going to be heavyweights next year, and he said, yeah, yeah, shut up. Um, bullshit. <laughs> You're going 182s. And I was like, nah, fuck that. And so I spent a good eight months of my junior, senior year gaining to 255 Holy to show up to say, hey, what's up, bitch? Big cheeks, big <laughs> yeah, all that. fucking right. huge, dude. He was like, what the fuck? That was funny. Um Holy shit. Yeah, so basically I wrestled for like a month, I remember, and I had already dropped like 20 pounds in a month. I was like 235 first comp. Yeah. First, well, not comp, well, um, comp, what do you fuck do you call it? Wrestling tournaments, sorry, Eat I forgot already. Yeah, tournaments, Matches. yeah. Duels. So, yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's so I already showed up, and then by the end of the season, I was already down to like 210. Still yeah. having to wrestle heavyweights, <laughs> fucking retarded, dude. Dude, it's cool, so it's, it's so funny though, like watching heavyweights like wrestle. I don't know. Back in high school, it was just like it, it's a slap fight until someone goes down, and then whoever goes down, there no one's getting back up. No one's going back up to neutral, yeah. and it's just like this constant motion of uh, whoever's oh, top well, bottom. I hated and then going. Just like constant... I was mostly neutral. I I could not stand being on the ground. Well, I mean, yeah, they're huge. Like, yeah, I had they, to leave. Yeah, like Fifty pound like yeah, I was. Right there. Yeah, I got out of there hella quick. It I, I ran from bottom, man. I was like. <laughs> Fuck this! I'm no. out. <laughs> that guy's giant. 
<laughs> it amazes me how big some of these high school kids are, or like kids were in high school. Bro, I fucking seen some sixteen year olds, and I looked down, and I'm like, what the you fuck 30. did they feed you? They dude? look like you, but yeah, like, but like eight, like sixteen. I've never like wanted to not face a sixteen year old in my entire life. I'm like, bro, that guy's fucking massive. What the fuck? Jesus. He's definitely feeding him steroids. I oh, know for it. Sure. Oh, the Folsom kids. Yeah, fucking for <laughs> sure. Um, that was basically basically wrestling, I guess. Um, I guess fucking i tried to live out the most like high schoolish life you could do i guess by junior year is fucking let's get fucked up all the time on beer Damn, uh-huh. alcohol fucking the whole house party scene. yeah all that type of shit did all that um and then um i was with katie since in beginning of eighth grade mm-hmm. uh, damn eighth grade yeah long time bro long time um Jesus, almost a decade or a Yeah, a long time. Too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Katie was a big part. That's why I didn't therapy. There you go. I forgot. Katie was there. There you go. Strengthen others. Yeah, strengthen others. Um, and then, uh, basically in high school, you could basically say I treated her like straight dog shit. Yeah. I was not very, like, great. I was pretty... You're pretty... Yeah, it was pretty shitty. It was awful. Um, and then, if you were to say, oh, someone needs to knock you on your ass to be... So for you to get over something, well, no one did. So I just kept winning, and there's the problem. That mm-hmm. only asserts more assholeness. <laughs> be like, oh well, he fucking tried when I said something mean to him, but he'd also lost. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out very good. So um, he kind of kept you in check. Well, fuck. Um, I guess once I got out of high school and got like a life check, that's what kind of put me in check. And then I got my first job out of high school was fucking two men in a truck and basically you sit in a truck with a bunch of felons and go move people's furniture and mm-hmm. hope that these motherfuckers don't steal their shit so you don't have to sit there and be like well i didn't steal it mm-hmm. jeff just got out of jail he stole it <laughs> sorry <laughs> fucking jeff no no that's that's crazy though. I, I feel like that's it's it's powerful though like we, we don't realize like how powerful relationships can be you know what i mean because i feel like dating someone and stuff like that could i mean there's obviously different levels of it right because yeah can talk about like you have the people who just fuck around, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? We had our fair share. You know where you just like kind of fuck around. Hook oh, up and shit I didn't like have that. a fair share. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, others. Katie's my only one, bro. I swear. But and the story. But having those relationships, so like kind of like what you and Katie have, like the long term, like committed ones. Like I've only had one. I only got to experience that once. And yeah, I, like, it's nice. It's, it's great. It's nice, but it's hold also... hold on. Hold that thought. We're gonna go to commercial break. Oh. We'll be right back. Oh. Sponsors are Purified Drinking Water. What's up, guys? We're back here with episode number six. Came back from our uh, purified water commercial break. Uh, we were li- we left off there talking about relationships and how Rich messes around too much. Well, okay, I didn't. Oh, you just assumed that. <laughs> you just assumed that. You put me on blast here. No, okay, okay. As I was saying though, right? Okay, what you and Katie have though, right? I think, in my opinion, I think it's super dope. Like having that long term partner where you're constantly striving and put like pushing each other and keep or even keeping each other in check uh-huh. you know what i mean because like with relationships like those i feel like because i only had one you're, you're always constantly growing from them and if you guys break up whatever it's a fucking lesson like it's like you, oh yeah you, you learn like you wishing bad juju on me i'm not wishing bad juju <laughs> on you no 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 well, i'm just saying from my experience though like like i was in a two and a two year ish or so a year and a half two year relationship right and like 
kind of similar. I thought it was gonna be like my life partner. I was gonna marry this girl. All that good stuff. Oh, you know, ooh. it was serious. Oh, it was real. It was real serious. It was real serious. I turned to a fuck boy afterwards though. Damn. But <laughs> no, but yeah, two years. I was like, why is this chick such a bitch, bro? She's always so damn angry. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe it was because I was an asshole. You know, see the problem here. <laughs> exactly. No, but see, no, that's that. You're getting to my point though. Is is that when you're dating someone like when you're that invested though, it's a reflection of like yourself kind of. And, oh, and yeah. it's, it's a fat learning lesson. Like it's you learn so much about, especially post breakup, because because you know what's the first thing that we always tend to do? We talked about this too. Like when when we hold it, holding ourselves accountable, we never fucking do that shit. Especially oh, no. post breakup, you're like, it's your fault. It's all your it's fault. All your fault. <laughs> oh my god, why would it be my fault? It's your fault, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Like you're yeah. So you, you tend to blame a lot on the partner, but when you're able to take a step back after you know like a month or a week or whatever doing that, and when you're able to take a step back and thinking like, like wow, you suck, dude. What the yeah, fuck you say that, dude. You're like. Yo, I was fucked up. Like yeah, for me, that was not like, cool. for me, what I realized, I'm being completely transparent with y'all. What I found out was, I was clingy as shit. Oh, <laughs> I was. Ooh, like, there's the problem. I was like class one fucking clingy. No, exactly. But at the time though, I didn't see that though. I didn't. I thought whatever what I was doing was normal. It's all about you, damn it. It's, it no, it, it is. And that your attention, your time. You need to cater to me. You yeah, know? And, exactly. And it's like that sense of entitlement and selfishness, and it was. It was fucking low-key toxic. And, like, in other dynamics of our relationship, too, we were very codependent. That's something that I could really talk about later, but that's a topic for another video. But I wouldn't have learned all that shit unless I was able to take a step back from my, like, you know, from that relationship yeah, and I mean, take personal accountability. And, and if I didn't get to experience that with someone and kind of realize, like, what true love is and stuff like that, I, dude, I, I don't know where the fuck I would be right now. I'd be a completely different person. You know? Yeah, so it's I a mean, big learning experience. Two years and almost eight's a bit different. I oh, guess, of course, that's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, it's it's fun because uh, it's fun being with someone you grow up with. Yeah, we're basically we're like, you get to walk around with your childhood best friend. Yeah, and you're like, you have to understand that you're multiple people while you're in the relationship. Two separate like, individuals. Like you become. Yeah, you because you're changing the whole time. You're not the same. Like, think of your high school. Yeah. Like, you changed multiple times on what you were, what you mm -hmm. thought, mm -hmm. who you were. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what happens in the same thing. Now, there's two people that have to still be mm -hmm. codependent with each other and, like, be changing. So, that's so that's fun. Mm -hmm. um, we don't promote codependency. <laughs> yeah, well... No, no, no. We're just well, saying two separate individuals yeah. living separate lives. So, I mean, like, they can be independent of each other. Yeah. But, I mean, but still building a life together i mean that's what yeah. it should be yeah that's what it should be that's uh, the yeah. ideal thing because um, yeah we got it twisted sometimes or at least i did i know i did yeah. for sure but but no that, that just like amazes me even more though the fact that you guys were able to like go through the ups and downs of like life and shit like that for eight years oh yeah at, at our age which is like yeah there was some breakups so, like oh, fucking like yeah, a couple weeks and yeah. they were like whoa i love you bitch what happened come back <laughs> oh my god i i was mistaken i don't know what happened yeah. My brain had misled me on what I was thinking. <coughs> right, right. Um, yeah, basically. So I didn't need a therapist was the whole point there. Yeah, right, uh, right, right. Because I had one, mm -hmm. yeah, basically. Um, a good support system. A good support system. Perfect. Right. right. Um, and that would probably sum up, like, who or, like, who, who I am mm -hmm. more. I mean, I feel like more of my personal development happened with the last three years than in the fucking last 18. Let's put it that way. You feel the same way? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of the same way. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> like the last three years have been way more eye opening than any of those eighteen years, yeah. and I feel like it's because we get bullshitted for so long about what, how things work, what happens, mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do after fucking school, all that stupid shit. 
post-college. So you don't even think about, like, who are you going to be as a person? Yeah. What's like, your going to be? Yeah, profession? what are you going to do? What do you, mm-hmm. you want in life? What are your goals? Those aren't even things you put on, like... Yeah, let's dude. go to prom this week. Let's Stupid fucking, as fuck. Like he said, like let's just get fucked up and yeah, drink. Let's and fucking get drunk. <laughs> Who cares? And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I feel like every kid, like I went through that phase. Like actually, I didn't even grow out of it until until college. Like until oh no, I I knew I wasn't gonna go to college because I knew if I did, it'd be over. <laughs> I'd still be drinking right now, mm-hmm. fucking just shotgunning beers See, at this exact. Boy. Yeah, it would have been horrible, dude. Yeah. There would have been no relationship. It would have been fucking terrible. Oh, 100%. But I would have not evolved well at all. So I made a correct decision. I didn't do that to myself. Right. Um, but yeah, so like, so, so you said that you knew that you weren't going to go to college or whatever. Or college or whatever. So what did you end up doing like after high school then? Um, after high school, I did I was did a vocational school for trade school, for electrical. Mm-hmm. Um, national career education. You can go get a nursing license or... I don't know, mad dental, uh, HVAC, electrical, mm. whatever fucking technician you want to do, all at that school for like less than nine months and less than ten or like maybe sixteen k was like the nursing thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad way to go, to be honest. Like if you really want like yeah, dependency six. and like a a safety net of a job, or those are all good things to do. And we need them. Uh, <laughs> and you need them, yeah. and it doesn't take a shit ton of college mm-hmm. uh, and fucking debt. So. I'm a little bit of debt, but not that much. Not oh, as nearly as much. Oh, you're telling me $100,000, $130,000 debt? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm telling this guy. Yeah. Um, that's where I went. Um, then I was an electrician for like two two years. Mm-hmm. Two years. I'm like right around two years. Um, I've taken a step back into the janitorial reign of the school district so I can get into the electrical in there. But school districts are gay, and you need to fucking have your foot in the door and shit mm-hmm. before you ever get anything. So mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know. The main thing was like just job dependency, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just know that like right now where I'm at, basically, like my job ain't gonna really like cut it define right. what I want to be at all. Like it. that's it's just not. But I know I'm not. I know I'm not willing to put in like. I don't want any, let's put it, I don't want anything out of the educational system that can get me a job. Like, I don't want one mm-hmm. to do the, just, like, it doesn't interest me to be a doctor. Lo- no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Um, so, where I'm at, it's pretty much a good spot. Mm-hmm. Well, now, you know, unemployment, I only get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's basically it right now, I guess. Um, I've had a lot of personal development, a lot, like, long three years three here. Years, yeah. uh, be nicer. Um, <laughs> Charles Nice. Be nice. Oh, shit. you guys, you guys have no fucking idea. If you met me in the past three years, you have no fucking clue. The meanness I was. Mm. I was horrible. Uh huh. I can see it. I was like, I can imagine it. Yeah. I. I, I dropped the weight on you yesterday. Yeah. I, I felt it a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I've thrown freshmen in school farther than you've thrown anything. Okay. <laughs> you don't watch out. <laughs> That's a bad time. It's not something to be proud of. So. Yeah. Um. But. That was what happened. So basically, personal development would be like, get nicer. Um, <coughs> relationship balance being nicer as well. I used to bring a lot of like things from an external thing and bring it straight into the relationship and just be mad as shit already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not cool. That's fucked up. It's mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, empathy. Um, you're not the fucking only thing in the world. 
Um, so the people that fucking revolve around you, uh, you might be the thing in your world, but you're not like the thing in the world. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened, that happened recently, I guess in the last couple of years. Um, I guess, uh, when I was, uh, 19, 19, 20, no, no, 18. Mm-hmm. When I was 18, I went on a trip to Ireland, um, saw shit, um, and then basically kind of like picked what I was. That was right before I started doing powerlifting, and like when I was on that trip, I like kind of solidified it. Be like, no, this is your direction, go. And what was that, that direction? Um, I knew I knew I'd have to be somewhere in the fitness realm relation. What did you see in Ireland that pushed you to do that? No, no, no. It's I went and traveled to Ireland, oh, and England. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then you kind of. I don't know. You ever just fucking... You ever been anywhere? <laughs> yeah, you just had that epiphany moment? Or you just that... had epiphany moment. That's what happened, basically. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, that's cool. That's, that's what happened. And I was like, no, nah, that's that's going to be your direction. That's kind of your niche. You that's already dope. know it. It's something you're interested enough that you'll learn it. Yeah, it's um, like short. Yeah. And then, and then right after that, I went to electrical school, and then I did both. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was doing both for a long... Well, electrical school was only like nine months, and then... Then I have multiple injuries that I got to accord to, and fuck it, now I have a 15th, because mm-hmm. Richard dropping a fucking 40-pound dumbbell on my toe now. It rolled. Oh, okay. my it God. It fucking rolled, all right? It rolled a 40-pound <laughs> dumbbell on my toe now. Awesome. It fucking rolled. And I'm um, sorry, I apologized multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't have the best of moment there last night. That was funny. That was, that was little bitch me. <laughs> um, he's cool. Um... That's about it. Yeah. It's a lot That's of growth, it. though, huh? It's a like, lot of growth. There's a lot of growth. Um, I guess I had to leave some knowledge. Don't ever, like, be solidified with who you are. Like Constantly growing. Be, be in room for change. Like, oh. be willing to drop who you were yesterday for better tomorrow. Because I've done that multiple times already. Because, well, we all carry baggage, and sometimes it's not the best that we can use. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we think it is, and it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good to, it's good to evolve. Evolve. Use your, use your evolve. I think self awareness is just major. Oh yeah, I was a big dude. Yeah. Oh, fucking, I didn't have self awareness fucking five years yeah. ago. Now I do. I'm just like, if you're not able to like reflect on your week and be like, all right, what'd you do correct and what'd you do wrong? Right. You could tell, bitch. You know, <laughs> you know, you don't feel good about that. Yep. Don't be lying to yourself. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, it's funny that you mentioned that though. I think self awareness is definitely key. And it's, it's funny that you mentioned that, like the past three years you experienced most of the growth compared to like as an 18 i feel like too what if that started right right when you traveled you probably moved out of your parents place too or something like that like a lot of like big monumental milestones and changes that happened in your life and i feel like again we always preach this too is like discomfort or being out of your comfort zone oh yeah i mean there's most oh straight in high school you're fucking comfortable as fuck oh no issue bro oh my god no issue no issue you go to school you want bitch about grades shut the fuck up that shit's yeah. easy. And it's like, I mean, compared to like what you experience now and what you experience in high school, it's like night and day. And like you said, you're always constantly changing. Like for me though, like for me, a lot of the growth happened like right after high school too. You know, I, I went to, instead of Ireland, I went to Shanghai and Beijing with like three of my best wow, friends. Wow, this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brought Corona. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're going to cancel that. Whoa. Um, no, but um, it was dope though because I went with like three of my best friends and we never had that freedom before. You know, we were going bar hopping. We were going to the clubs. I was staying up till like I was out till like six a.m. in the morning. Like, yeah, that's like, it was exactly dope. how it went. No, dude. that's how it goes. And it's like when you taste that freedom, 
especially when you've been sheltered, like, you know, you've been under locks your whole entire life, you're just like, damn, this is dope. Like, this is what I want to shoot for. But what the issue with that was, I tasted the freedom and I got way too carried away with it. <laughs> so I brought that shit to school, to college, right? And I was just like, let's fucking party. Let's do all this stuff. Uh, fun fact, I almost uh, flunked out my sophomore year. Yeah. Damn it, Rich. <clears throat> I almost flunked out my sophomore Can't year. And um, yeah, that was a big learning experience. So I think I might have mentioned this before, too, in the previous podcast is that like, you know, having to get that probation letter and writing that letter of reinstatement and stuff like that to my parents and telling my parents that this is what I had to do. Like I failed and I flunked. Wow. And like that's that's a big it was humbling. It was humbling because think about it, right? My parents, you know, I come from an immigrant family. You know, my parents sacrificed a lot. You're supposed to be a doctor, Rich. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> but my parents sacrificed a lot for me, all right? And, and having, and like, I lived a very comfortable life. Compared to what they had to go through, I lived a very comfortable life. Like, I didn't have to go to work in high school. I worked a little bit, but I didn't have to, like, work. Well, to, like, I worked survive. in high school. I worked yeah. at Wendy's. Hey, honestly, I'm going to have my kid work. Cause, cause, cause oh I, no! You I, need to you need to work in high school. high school. You need to learn how to juggle all that. Oh, all that. And like the amount of energy I had to still go to work at, at Wendy's at like seven o'clock at night and close the restaurant down after wrestling practice. I'm just like, how did I even do that shit? We don't even do that anymore. I was like, <laughs> I can't do that today. What the fuck? But I lived a very comfortable life though. I didn't have to do all that. And and but then having to do that though and tell my parents like, hey, look, I know you did all this stuff for me and I didn't have to do all this stuff. I still failed. And, like, they weren't even mad at me. They were, like, disappointed. Oh, yeah. Disappointed. Which is worse. way worse. Way worse than mad. Yeah, oh, no, because they're, like... Like, get it. mad at me. Don't be disappointed, disappointed. in it's me. It's not even, like, you fucking dumbass. It's, like, like I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like, yeah, you know, we, we have all this stuff done for you. Like, you know, we... I sacrificed so much. And I was, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, you know, and from that point on, though... That was a big turning point in my life, and I think that's where a lot of my growth happened, and um, that's when I was like, I just started my relationship, my long-term relationship, too, mm -hmm. and it was like this process of growing and growing, and um, eventually, you know, I'm now in grad school, I have like a 3.9 GPA, I'm wow, not saying this to you, brag. You moved up, bro. No, but, but what I'm trying to say, and also, too, it takes time to improve, but I'm not sitting here to brag, but I'm just saying, like, look, this is what happens when something significant happens to you, it will, it will spark Yeah, but that, that had to happen, though. It had like, to if happen. you have to think of... Like, a lot of people get caught up in that partying game. Yep. They keep doing it, and they don't flunk, and that just carries on. Exactly. If there's no ramifications of you not doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're just going to continue that type of processing. Oh, 100%. Because it's fine. If you can realize you can get away with stuff like that and not have to worry, it's easy. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. But at some point, you realize getting fucked up all the time is not improving any bit of you. Yeah. Your choice of career, your choice of who you want to be. Mm -hmm. Like... If you can't spend a couple days by yourself without being fucking intoxicated or like <laughs> some issues, yeah, I mean that's that's problems. Yeah. That's addiction, whether you want to put it that way. You want to have fun, but it creates a lot of like emotional trauma in the sense of like then you get to you're 27 and you're like fuck, I just wasted a whole lot of fucking time and I have no path. You have nothing. That's to a for that's it. a drop, and then. Now, now bourbon's a good idea, so fuck it. It's like this. Um, That's the cycle, cycle. right it's there. Cycle. So it's a terrible. So cycle. if that didn't happen, you have to think of it like that. And, and it goes off on what you're saying. You have to have shit to keep you in check, whether life, girl, friends, family, that hold you accountable and keep you fucking in check. Because, yep. like you said, if I didn't, if I got away with that shit, oh, I would have done it till. Because I'm the type of person you give me an inch, Ooh, I'll, I'll take, take a the mile. Yeah, I'll take a fucking go, yeah, bro. I'm about to go. It's over. You know? So, you know, a lot of growth happened right there. And I, I don't regret it. And that's why I, I'm always advocating, like, when I have my kids, 
I'm always gonna say like, look, when you're in high, when you're in college, I don't want to hear about it. If it's illegal, I don't want to hear about it. You do what you have to do as long as you get your fucking work done. And yeah. if you if you do some stupid shit to like put like kind of basically do the same shit that I pulled it, figure it out yourself. Yep. You know what I mean? And you need to figure it out because that's where that's how you fucking learn. You oh know? yeah, they gotta fail. They My gotta kids, fail. I, I'm gonna like encourage them to fail at everything. I'm yeah. like, you may try hard shit so you can fucking learn. The quicker you fail, the quicker <coughs> you're ahead of everyone exactly. else. Exactly. And also too, now that you got a taste of it, like the party, bro. Like I don't think you realize, bro. I was like drinking four times a day. I was going to raise. I was popping pills like left and right. Like, dude. I got sick and tired of it. That's how much partying I was, I was like, dude, I'm done. Like, my, my brain hurts, my body hurts, everything hurts. And once you kind of got a taste of it, I know for a fact 10 years later, I will not crave it. Because you know how people do that, you know, when they've been sheltered yeah. their whole entire life, and they're kind of just it like... just needs an out. Like, they need an been, out, yeah. You've been held down, basically. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, like, it's like, I need, to, I need to go out, I need to do stuff. Yeah, I feel like I didn't have that, because my parents, like, didn't really care in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely housed all the alcohol for the friends and shit. It was on the fridge out there, but I wouldn't drink it unless they were like were there. Like it didn't, it didn't mainly like encourage me to go get drunk or something or whatnot. But when there was a party, it was fucking go time. And then I was like, I'm like the worst drunk. I'm like, let's get everyone way more intoxicated than anyone should be. Oh, That's we all need me. that friend. Oh, we all need yeah. That oh, <laughs> like, oh, you're taking two shots today. No, you're taking the bottle. Fuck you. <laughs> Who the fuck you think you're hanging out with? That's basically it. Yeah, so, yeah. but I knew from like that sort of thing that I knew if I <coughs> took like too many steps in that direction, it was gonna be over. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be I'm 27 drinking bourbon, my relationship is gonna be gone, and I'll have to sit there and look back. Yeah, yeah. And like, like that, that's not something I was gonna like put into the, my perspective. So I definitely had to make some choices quicker. Yeah. Um, but see, but that's the thing. Like some some people need to be sheltered, and some. Like, I think if I was sheltered down, it'd been way worse. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. instead, like, there's different like, types of people. Yeah, you have to yeah. see where that falls. Because yeah, I feel like if I was sheltered, it would have been awful. Because then I would have been fucking held back. And once you loosen it up, <laughs> it's over, right? bro. Fucking floodgates, bro. Let's fucking go, Charles. Bring votes. the kegs. Fuck it. <laughs> Mountain of coke. Yeah. Exactly. That's how it would have been, though. But no. I I, I I think I'm grateful for that because yeah. it was it was just a tad bit of a leash let go as a child for parents to do, mm-hmm. but it definitely put on a different perspective of like, this isn't the right door, but I got to experience already. Which I think is important. Which you know? is different. I think experiences and, and honestly time is, is very valuable. People got it twisted and they think money is everything sometimes or stuff like well, that, but time. I think time is your most valuable asset because all the money in the world can never buy time back. Yep. So. Especially if you waste your time. Exactly. That's, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. Like, you don't want to look back five years and be like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Like, I had nothing to show for it. And I don't know. Like, to me, that's one of my biggest, like, regret. Regret is one of my biggest motivators yeah. in life. You know what I mean? And, 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 like, to look back five or ten years later, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? I did nothing. And yeah. that's so depressing. And then again, like you said, it leads to that cycle. Well, mine, like, if I look back five years, my favorite thing is to think about five years forward and five years backward. Because mm-hmm. if you were to do everyone, if you do five years back, oh, you yeah. would have never guessed this spot. Oh, no, of course. Fuck of course. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you do five years forward, I guarantee you won't be able to guess that spot. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no way you can. It's five years. Five years is a long time. But five years is a long time to accumulate a lot of fucking, what the fuck did I do yeah. wrong or what, I, what did I do right? Right. So, I mean, if I look back, my five years would be like, you definitely, sh- like, I wish I would have been able to find, like, someone to finally, like, put me down quicker. Mm-hmm. And that way, that way I would have mentally been able to been like, you need to loosen the fuck up. You need to mm-hmm. quit being such a prick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be a dick. Like, 
don't talk shit. Yeah, be better. Like, understand, like, there's more to the world than you. Like, mm-hmm. I wish that would have happened, but it didn't. But it happened now. So, I mean, better you have than- to, yeah, better now than, it's still young. Like, yeah. ridiculously still young. Yeah. But you have to, like, you have to experience those things, I guess. I mean, that's what develops you. I mean, I feel like if you get left unchecked and you just are able to go through life just fucking scooting through and scooting by, it's real hard when you get to 35 and you're like, but but what was the point? Mm-hmm. I can't to me, that, that, that would hurt. Like, that would really hurt if that was me. You're I, telling me at 35 I can't do big fuck you lines and, like, cake stands? Oh, my like God. At a frat party? But, I mean, like, you think about it. Like, if you're 35, like, is that if that's what you're doing, you don't feel good. You don't feel good. And you're doing that coke yeah. to feel better about you not feeling good yeah, now. Exactly. Like, that's rough. Exactly. That's a different story completely. Totally different story. That's a lot of unhappiness that I'm glad I haven't indulged in mm-hmm. or know anything about. Um, do we dive into your education? Rich, where did you go to college? <laughs> My education. I went to college at Notre Dame, Tindermere University. Where's that at? Belmont, California. So it's Where's the, Belmont? It's, it's, it's the, basically, my school is the Notre Dame that no one ever heard of. Wow. Because everyone's like, oh, you go to Notre Dame. I'm like, no, you didn't listen to the last part. It's like this small right. private school in Belmont, California, which is where uh, Redwood City, San Mateo area is. So basically, it's like we're right in the middle between San Francisco is right here uh, on the on like the mm-hmm. nor- south. No, north? Which north? Is the north, right? And then, and then San Jose is more south, right? Okay, I'm like yeah. right in the fucking middle. Okay. Yeah. So You're right in the bay. Right. I'm like right in the middle of the bay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So like I pretty much... Stayed there for four years, and I just loved it so much. I, I decided to go there for my graduate. I'm totally wow, kidding. I, I, no, okay, this was one of the. This is going back to the to the flunking part. This is what kind of fucked me up. This is what I learned. So because I flunked out and I fucked up my cumulative GPA, I fucked up. Yeah, fucked up my cumulative GPA. So that that affected my chances of getting to grad school because I was under the mindset, well, C's get degrees, right? Yeah, and, fuck <laughs> it. And that's very very wrong. Like complacency is 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 fucking cancer. Shit, C's get degree. Yeah. I'd have been like D's equal degree. Actually, Same in some way. ways, yeah, some fucking ways. As long as you get a two O, you're fine, you know. And and that complacency fucked me in the ass. Like it just it it like. Now it's like, okay, I'm not saying that my school was a bad graduate. It actually, we actually have a really good graduate program, but I would have wished I would have gone to like, I would have had more options. Could to you explore. imagine if they let medical students could just go to college and then start the career, not even do trials yet, and like go to nursing school at all? <laughs> they just, D's equal degrees, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> like, whoa, who the fuck let that retard in here? <laughs> we gotta, he needs we to know something. <laughs> no, and, and, and no, and that was partly one of the big motivators to see why I turned my life to be a better student is because like, look, a lot of people are coming to me with a lot of their mental issues and a lot of like issues that need to, that need help, you know. And if I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, how am I supposed to help them? Yep. That incompetency is dangerous. You know, what if I'm yep. dealing with a patient that has high suicidal ideation? How, yeah. And if I'm not well equipped to handle that, That's I don't rough. want that on my conscience. I'm not saying that. I mean, it's like 18 year old financial advisors. What money do you have? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. So you're supposed to advise me on my money, but you don't know what money is. Yeah. So. You know, that's that. So, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at in school. Um, um, yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. It's pretty good. But you get to start back up in the fall online? Oh, dude. Oh, don't get me started. Are you online? Or are you, no, are you, so, so they haven't been, declared yet. No, so we haven't declared yet. So we've been online till summer, till, okay. till summer too. But then right now, though, until June 15th or like June 30th, then we'll, they'll decide whether for okay. to be online or not for the rest of fall. Yeah. It's weird. I'll be honest, though. Zoom classes, actually not, not – I'm actually a really – 
a fan of it. Because yeah. so I spent two hours. Dry beat everyone to the punch. Okay, <laughs> they really kicked ass. Okay, everyone didn't. They were like, "Oh, you went to Vrai University, and now Vrai's like, you're all going to Vrai." Basically, dude. That's exactly how that's so, going. Yeah, I'm actually a big fan of it, though. It's not bad. I save I a lot of time. I think it'll be a lot more useful for a lot of colleges to just design curriculum in a Zoom or like off-campus type of way. Remote setting, yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. And then allow people to go at their own pace or whatnot. I think traditional colleges definitely been like affected mm-hmm. for oh, like a, a change. They got exposed. Not yeah, like it, and expect, even like exposed. regular school, like everything kind of got exposed on like what really is important because now you want to state that kids can only go to school like Wednesday like maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It's like, so why were they going five days a week? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, so they were definitely bullshitting us. Mm-hmm. The whole it's it's just exposing the whole the whole system, system. Yeah. which is funny. I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Um. I guess after that, I guess our education. You know, I went to a trade school. It's yeah. it's fun. What you do is you um, you take these classes and then you learn about voltage and then you learn that you shouldn't probably shock the fuck out of yourself because you'll die. That must have been scary though. Right? I mean, like handling. Oh no, I liked it. I had so much fun, dude. (laughs) I was, I liked hands-on stuff, but Uh I got in there. Like when I started electrical, I had no fucking clue. I watched a YouTube video on how to put in a plug, and I was like, you know what, electrical is a thing for me. I was like, I was told, do you need a job when you're kids? I was like, oh, I don't want to go to school, school, so Mm -hmm. I'll just be an electrician. (laughs) Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, But hey, now I know how to do a lot of things that other people don't. But yeah. The first, like, the first piece of it was, like, your electricity, your watts, your amps, your voltage, what is all that, your ohms, what is all that. Mm. Um, America runs on 60 hertz, your ohms is, like, the ringing out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you learn about all that, and then and then you jump right into, like, residential wiring, commercial wiring, and you just put things together. I mean, electrical's, like... To say that they're shitty electricians is hilarious because it's really hard to fuck shit up. Like, hot, neutral ground. You're speaking like a foreign language. Figure it out. (laughs) You shock yourself. You die, you die, right? Well, I mean, (laughs) you don't die, you die. But there was a lot of hands-on in that school, which was pretty cool, which I liked. They didn't just like they didn't let you like learn curriculum and then just send you out there. It's not like like vocational school is a lot different. Like college, they give you a whole bunch of information, take notes, take the class, and no application. Uh, trade school application little notes right because when you go to trades and you go out there you get a fucking 50 year old foreman that doesn't give a fuck about your feelings so your paperwork ain't doesn't matter mm-hmm. so you better know how to fucking do your shit mm-hmm. right so if you don't know how to bend a 90 in a piece of pipe correctly and it's fucking like 85 or you don't know how to do a three point saddle or some shit you're gonna get your ass chewed out and he doesn't care about your feelings right that's how it works yeah, no, it's funny that you mentioned that there's no imp- there's no implementation because implementation is always That's what I'm key. saying. That's why I really hope that because this whole thing just shook the school industry, mm-hmm. that they really put in for more applications. Yeah. Because if I was a, like if I was an employer, I feel like they'd much rather have a 70% application school and 30% notes than fucking 70% notes, 30% application. Right. Because in reality, it's cool that you know all this knowledge. But as I've learned in electrical, you could be putting in fucking plugs on walls for months at on, on end. And that's what you could be used for. That's it. Or you could run pipe and that's it. Mm-hmm. You could just do certain things of a job that doesn't even require all this knowledge you just got. 
for a long period of time, especially if you get like an office space type of job, like you're going to be doing the same thing over and over again. And it's going to be more helpful to you to know the application to do this job easier, faster, better than you to know the knowledge of all the stuff you're not going to be able to do because that's five years and your promotion. Right, right. That's you can gain knowledge while you're sitting there. Mm-hmm. Like I learned more in the field than I did at school. One hundred percent. Yeah. Because now someone's showing me, I have to see, and if I do it wrong, then I have to learn way quicker about what I did wrong. Instead of getting a arbit like a like a ubiquitous like yeah, you're, when you you're, when your grade comes on yeah. your test, there's no ramification of that. But when you fucking wire the panel up wrong, it blows up. Hey, that's two grand, bitch. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Jesus. Yeah, I mean, there's difference. The difference. No, it's funny that you mentioned that too, because like, um, for me, like, being in the field too, like, it's it's funny how it takes to be in a master's program to to finally be like, oh, we remain. I mean, you could always get internships on the side and stuff like that, but I'm talking about the school mandating you to be like, you have to get this X amount of hours before we can even graduate you like let you yeah. move on so we have to get 15 hours or whatever um according to the bbs the boards of science or whatever and it's like and it's crazy too because you can learn all these theories you can learn you can, i can know all these diagnoses and stuff like that or like what depression is and stuff like that but when i'm on the field it's every the way how i see things even though categorizing uh disorders and stuff like that i'm getting a little technical here but like categorizing like disorders and stuff like that is easier right because like everyone has like a uh, it's, it's you categorize it you know you judge a book by its cover yeah, essentially exactly. right but let's be real though there's a lot of little, little factors that you have to consider that you cannot like for an example this is a very basic one though like for an example if someone's showing signs of depression right is it really showing signs of depression or is it bipolar disorder because uh, um Aside, uh, one Depression of the side effects could be part of bi- the bipolar. The bipolar, because because the bipolar, you go through manic episodes and you go through uh, you go through uh, depression, uh, depressed episodes. So and then that affects the medication that they have to use because now you need a mood stabilizer, not an antidepressant. You know, and and but but what I'm saying is, you learn that in the books. You do. They mention that. They note that. But learning about it and then seeing about seeing it is two different things. Because yep. how one exhibits certain traits. Is, is completely different from what the book is. It's, 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 too, it's, it's too general. Yeah, what we got into there was basically your math tests are bullshit. <laughs> yes, to sum everything up. You don't have to actually build a bridge, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. There's you a difference. Yeah, exactly. There's a fucking difference. There's a difference, but... Um, but yeah. yeah, but that's, that's kind of like... I mean, this is all about us. I feel like, like philosophy-wise, I feel like school should definitely realm into that area of which implication means much more than any manner of knowledge Mm -hmm. because if you can apply what you know even if you know a little bit it's going to help me more if i own the company than if you have all this knowledge but you have no idea how to apply yep it's very nice you have all this knowledge but you don't know how to apply Mm -hmm. it's where someone who knows 20 percent of the knowledge and knows how to apply all of it all of it i could use that Mm -hmm. i need someone to be able to apply Mm -hmm. That's how it works. That's how it works. Um, so I hope it realms into that where we got shook by this COVID thing and they're like, oh, we're all going to be on Rye University now. Mm-hmm. Um, as we got on that tangent, uh, we're going to take a quick little commercial break brought to you by uh, Vizzo TVs. Uh, not sponsored, but nice TVs. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back in the next one with talking about our uh, – Goals during lifting. I don't know. Everything kind of lifting backgrounds. We kind of went through all of our personnel. um, But we'll get right on it. See you in the next... uh, What was this? A clip? Yeah, a clip. Next clip.